0: Thank you for joining us for today's message. We're always encouraged to hear how God is using Adventure Church to speak into your life. And if you've got a story to share, please do so at adventure.church backslash mystory. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so by giving online and helping us bring messages like this one to you each and every week. Today we have the privilege of hearing from Pastor Jessica Hammond as she delivers a very special Mother's Day message. Now let's prepare our hearts to hear a word from God.
1: Ever since the moment you arrived, there was non-stop action. An endless, all-day, everyday balancing act between keeping you fed and keeping you safe. Never a clean shirt. Certainly never a clean kitchen. But ever so worth it just to see that smile. I know these days are fleeting. So I hold you tighter in this moment than I did in the last, secretly hoping that time will stand still. But all too quickly, I went from searching the perimeter for strangers and uneven sidewalks to checking my cell phone every five minutes. To see if you had called. Tying your shoes had become a distant memory, replaced with worrying about whether or not you buckled your seatbelt as you backed out of the driveway. We don't talk as much as I would like to. And when we do, I'm not sure that you actually hear me. It makes me wonder if you know how much I love you. It makes me wonder if you really know how much I care. Then, just like that, there you were, making the biggest decision of your life. You'll go on to form a life of your own, but you'll always be the joy in mine. I will never stop wanting you. I'll never stop wishing you were closer. And perhaps I'll never stop wondering if I could have given you more. Was I the mother you needed? Have I prepared you for your own life of parenthood? Did I give you the very best that you deserved?
2: Well, Cindy, uh, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to come and chat with us. Uh, today, it's our desire to uh, get a little bit more insight on what it looks like to be a mom. And more specifically, what it looks like to face all the many struggles that mothers face. And so are you open to sharing a little bit of your story today? Sure will. Let's try to rewind way back to when they were first born Describe to me and just kind of walk through the craziness.
3: Well, first, when Jason was born, it was like, you know, once you hold the child and you have so much love for him and you just, and there's no manual that comes with raising children yeah. and you get them home and you go, oh my goodness, I, I don't know what I'm going to be, you know, how right. to do this. So it was very stressful um, trying to, you know, plan meals and clean your house and take care of the kids and give them enough attention and time and that was my, you know, that was my big worry. Was I giving my children enough attention?
2: Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like you didn't have the patience to be a mom. (laughs)
3: Yes, (laughs) a lot of times. I could be patient with the kids at school and then come home and just snap at it, you know, just at one little thing they would do or something and I would scream at them. At the end of the day, I would just lay in bed and just be so exhausted mentally and physically. And I'd start to pray and ask God to guide me and help me in, you know, raising the kids and what to say. and. And uh, half the time I would just get through half that prayer and fall asleep.
2: Were there times uh, that you ever felt unneeded as a parent? Like they're in high school and now they're making their own decisions. Did you ever feel like, okay, like it's almost like they didn't. Were there ever moments that you felt like they didn't want you around?
3: Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, I think all kids want to believe that they know how to handle themselves. They know what they're doing. They know. How much to study they know it all at that age it's hard for me when i would remind them and they would put their hand up i know i know and all you can do is just take a deep breath and hopefully they do know
2: well your perspective is so valuable when it comes to the struggles that every mother faces and the battles that you have to go through in order to be a good mom and so i really greatly appreciate you sharing your perspective with us but it's not the only perspective that we want to share today. Is it all right to get a couple other perspectives about you as a mom?
0: (laughs) Yes. We're all just here because we wanted to tell you how much we love you and how much you've meant to us. And, you know, you're here talking about being a mom and struggles that you face, but just our perception of how amazing that you've been, um, with not only us, but our kids and how much we love you. And, uh,
1: the one thing that I look at when
0: I think back to just like, you know, teenage years and that, how hard that is to be a teenage girl and you wonder, am I smart enough? Am I popular enough? Am I pretty enough? And, um. Just knowing that you were always there to be my cheerleader, you always encouraged me and you made me
3: see myself through your eyes. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> I know, I
2: can't believe I'm doing this,
1: right?
2: <laughs> I'm a mama's boy. So yes, you I, are. <laughs> I, so I save all, um, all the cards that you give me over the years uh, and, and you always encouraged me and you always told me how proud that you were of me even when I felt like I didn't deserve it, I felt like I didn't even do anything, you know? How are you so proud of me? I haven't even accomplished anything meaningful. But yeah, you would always say, I'm so proud of you, and I'm just so proud to be your mom. You know, someone told me once that, um, that I had my mother's heart, and I can't think of a greater compliment.
1: <clears throat> Obviously, you see what you you really raised like babies. You focused me in when Forget about the small stuff. Worry about the big stuff. You took a lot of responsibility raised those children on you. Allowed me to focus on my career. But now we get to beat the rewards of that.
0: And I, I couldn't be more proud of what you are.
3: Oh my. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so knowing what you know today, hearing what you just heard from your family. What would you say to the new mom that feels in over her head, overwhelmed with having you know two young babies? What encouragement would you give to the mom who has teenagers and sometimes feels like they don't care to be known as, you know her kids? What advice would you give them today?
3: I would just say, just hang in there, follow your heart. Um, Pray and ask God's uh, blessing upon your family. I don't know where I'd be without that in my life. He's been by me even when I forgot about him a lot of times, or when I, like I said, when I was too tired to pray at night, um, to thank him for everything. Um, He was there. So I just definitely say to um, just hang in there. Everything will be okay. Everything works out.
0: Um, well, good morning, everyone. Um, happy Mother's Day. I just want you to know that we celebrate all the moms today and all of our women here. Um, you all play a huge role in our kids' lives, and so we celebrate you. I wanted to say Happy Mother's Day to my mom, who's going to be watching this probably in a couple of days, and just say... Thank you for your sacrifice and your love and the way that you raised us, um, showing us what it really meant to serve the Lord. And happy Mother's Day to my mother-in-law, Connie. Um, A lot of you probably know her, but her heart is so big, and she is so loving and encouraging, and she makes me feel like a great mom even on my worst day. So thank you. I love you. I also want to acknowledge that this day may be tough for some of you, um, that maybe you this brings up the loss of your own mom, um, and maybe you're trying to start a family and you want to have kids, and so this is a tough day for you. I just want you to know that we recognize that and we walk with you. The Bible says that God is near to the brokenhearted, and he's near you today, and he wants you to know he's walking with you and sees you and loves you. Um, and also on that same note, this message isn't just for moms, it's not just for parents, it's for all of us as adults here. I think we are all called to this next generation, that we all have a responsibility, that there's kids in our lives that maybe not they're not ours, but we have a responsibility to love on and to serve and to show Christ's love to. So I may say moms or parents a lot, but please know that this message is for everybody in here, um, not just not just the parents. I was at the Easter egg hunt a month or two ago, and my friend Carrie came up to me and said that she had a dream that I was teaching a class on how to be the perfect wife and mother, and she was jotting notes and not feeling like she was doing too great of a job, and I was laughing because I will be the first to admit, I don't have this all together. I am not the perfect mother. Um, But then she said I ended the whole talk by saying, Kyle made me do this, and so that's what I wanted say today, Kyle made me do this. (laughs) Oh, I'm just kidding. I really do feel like it is such an honor and privilege to be here to share my heart and to share God's word with you. it's really tough given the fact that Kyle and Jake are great communicators, so I do recognize that, and um, so following in their footsteps can be a little intimidating, but I'm just going to keep it short and sweet for you today. So um, as many of you know, I'm a mother of two. My daughter Riley is five, and she is uh, wild and daring and courageous, and my son Maddox is three, and he is hilarious and just um, such... A uh, little cuddly guy. Um, I'm not the perfect mother, like I said. I'm not the perfect wife, um, but I do try to live surrendered to God daily, and so that's kind of where I want to talk from. Is that heart? Um, I feel like some days I do a great job, and then there's most days where I feel like I fall flat on my face, <laughs> whether it's from losing my temper or um, being distracted or not feeling like I've given enough. Um, I... I just want you to know I'm trying to balance all these things just like you. Discipline, love, boundaries, contentment in my own heart purpose. And today, I just want to remind us of our huge calling as moms and parents. Um, and then if there are some of those struggles, like comparison and uh, toxic thoughts and words, Kyle and Jake did an amazing job in this last series dealing with a lot of that that pertains to us as, as adults. And so I would really encourage you, if you missed any of those, go back and listen to them. They're very encouraging. Um, I love the quote, children are not a, a distraction from the important work." They are the most important work. And we are all called to walk in Jesus' footsteps. If we're Christ followers, that's what he calls us to. And so I wanted to look today at a couple examples from um, Christ's life here on earth, just in his final moments where we can really learn how to give, um, even out of a place of just feeling exhausted. Um, We can look at him and see what he did. Because we do have an amazing privilege and limited time with our children to really um, direct them into help lead their hearts to the Lord. And so as we're encouraged today, um, let's just look at the final moments of Jesus. Here we find um, he's constantly giving of himself to other people. That was his whole ministry was just giving, giving. And if we want to live and lead like Jesus, we must choose to give our lives away. Um, God's been showing me all all the time that a lot of times my perspective is just off. Um, I can feel like People are just taking, taking, taking from me, and that, um, you know, if I'm not careful, it's just, I just get focused on myself when really God's been showing me that if I would choose to take those opportunities as opportunities to give my life away instead of feeling drained and feeling like everyone always needs something, whether it's from the next meal or bathroom or dressed or laundry dishes, I'm sure in your season of life, there's something where you feel like somebody's always pulling from you. Um, if we would change our perspective from focusing on how exhausting or depleting that could be and just realizing that there are opportunities to give our lives away, um, it would change everything. Jesus said in John 10:18, when he's talking about his life, he said, No one has taken it from me, but I lay it down of my own initiative. And that just really spoke to me a couple months ago. Um, Every time that I feel like it's not in in my hands, it's not in my control, that it is my decision to give my life away. And Jesus, here in some of the most stressful, painful, toughest moments of his life, um, we're just going to look at where he had his last supper with the disciples. And if you can just picture when you have something big coming up in your life and it just weighs on you, or maybe um, you've been betrayed by a friend and that pain is on you, well, in this moment, Jesus takes his last moments before he's arrested to um, choose to lay down his life once again. Um, in John thirteen one through five it says, before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around around him. Jesus knew that everything he gave away had eternal value. He walked this out for us to follow in his steps. I love how C.S. Lewis says, The principle runs through all life from top to bottom— Give up yourself, and you will find your real self. Lose your life, and you will save it. Submit to death, death of your ambitions, death of your favorite wishes every day, death of your whole body, and in the end, submit with every fiber of your being, and you will find eternal life. Keep back nothing, nothing that you have not given away will ever be really yours. Nothing in you that has not died will ever be raised from the dead. Look for yourself, and you will find in the long run only hatred, loneliness, despair, rage, ruin, and decay. But look for Christ, and you will find him, and with him, everything else thrown in. It's so important that we surrender to this daily. And I'm not talking about making sure that our kids are constantly entertained or that they're in the next best thing. I'm just talking about living a life that models humility and generosity and servanthood, giving away and just thinking less of yourself or less about yourself. Um, how many of you know that kids so often do what we do and not what we say? Um, I think teaching our kids love and humility and servanthood are just priceless lessons. They're not getting that message in any of the world today. It's all about you. And so if we can teach them to live with love and humility and servanthood um, and just not to cling to our rights and our feelings, otherwise we miss the opportunities and, and the valuable times that we can help them find true life, and we find it ourselves. Your perspective changes everything when you decide to lay your life down. Um, And there you're going to find fulfillment in your calling and in your season. Secondly, in Jesus' toughest hour, he teaches us again to pray. We need to pray for the hearts of our children. Um, If our children are the most important work, then it would make sense that the enemy would try to attack us as mothers, us as parents. Um, If he can detour us and get our eyes off of our most important um, calling, then he can also affect their lives too. So this prompts me always to just stay humble, to pray for my own heart, and then to consistently pray for our kids. Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. There's so much in this life that is trying to pull at our kids' hearts. So we have a responsibility and the great calling to protect their hearts through prayer, through watching kind of what their eyes see and what they're exposed to, all those things. They can't guard their own hearts, and so we have to guard them for them. We also have the opportunity to talk about the things that God's done in our lives. If we share those things and talk about those things and the way that he's affected our lives, um, that's also a way to just lead your kid's heart to the Lord, because our greatest calling is to lead their hearts to Jesus. I know sometimes we don't know exactly what to say or what to pray, um, but God's word always teaches us what we need. And there's, um, in John 17, it's Jesus' longest recorded prayer, so I'd encourage you to read that chapter this week. Um, but there's part of it that I like to take and pray over my kids, and I wanted to read that for you this morning. It's John 17, 13 through 19. Jesus said, Now I am coming to you, he's talking to God, I told them many things while I was with them in this, in this world so they would be filled with my joy. I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is your truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world, and I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. So just pray, if you take that scripture and just pray that over your kids, continue to sacrifice your life daily. Um, we fight spiritual battles for our children through prayer, so always make it a priority to pray for your kids. And in closing, and as a challenge to all of us as adults, in the next generation coming up, there's so many of them that don't have somebody speaking life into their life. Maybe they don't have believing parents, may, Maybe they come from a tough background, but we all have a calling. There are children in our lives that we can speak life into, that we can pray for, and that we can serve with our whole, with our whole heart. So I guess that would kind of look like on a daily basis. Sometimes you feel like, how do I even spend time with the Lord and incorporate that in? I think it's just getting up a few minutes early. Set your alarm five, ten minutes early. And just take time to really focus your heart on the greatest calling we have to the next generation. Um, Just count your blessings. And also look to the kids that he's put in your life. Um, Pray and be willing to lay your life down voluntarily. Our families would completely change, and our hearts would completely change doing this. Our children would see Christ's love just lived out right before their eyes. God brings great purpose through a life surrendered and lived out in his footsteps. And the greatest thing is is that, like I said, I don't have this all together, but Jesus will carry you. He carries me Um, the majority of the time. It's not about what we can do. We're not perfect. But if we live surrendered to Him and seeking for Him to live through us and speak through us and love through us, um, then there's great purpose and great power through our lives. About a year ago, the Lord laid the Scripture on my heart for all of us as a church family. And I just wanted to pray it over you guys today. Um, If you could just bow your head and close your eyes. God, we just thank you so much for your word that directs our steps, that lights our path. Even when we don't know what to do, Lord, we come to you and say you are our source, you are our strength. And so I pray this over everybody today, that we just come before you, Father. We ask you to strengthen us by your spirit, not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength, that Christ will live in us as we open the door and invite him in. And I ask you that with both feet planted in love that we'll all be, be able to take in with all the followers of Christ the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love, that we'd reach out and experience the breath, test its length, plumb to the depths, rise to the heights, And live lives full, full in the fullness of God, because we know that you can do anything far more than we could ever imagine, guess, or request in our wildest dreams. You do it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, your spirit deeply and gently within us. And so, God, we ask that today, that your spirit would come and strengthen every single person in this room that we rest and rely on you, that you're our strength and nothing else. And Lord, we pray that as we live surrendered to you, you give us the strength, the energy, and the grace to lead this next generation to you. In Jesus' name, amen.